Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. In these uncertain times, it is more important than ever that we are intimately connected to Jesus, hearing His voice, attentive to His leading, and dependent upon the Spirit. Our Soul Shepherding staff went into the archives and picked powerful Soul Talks episodes that will remind us to go deeper and lean into our first love so that we can stand and bring the kingdom in this season. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Well, friends, we're really inviting you into our home here as Christy and I are doing this podcast. Uh, Christy's in her nightgown and I'm in my <laughs> workout clothes and uh, it's fun for us. And uh, this is this would not be one of those times. Hey, come on, have a seat with us. <laughs> Bill's been wanting to video our podcast and I keep saying, no, no, it would make it so much harder. <laughs> I didn't mean to be in my pajamas, but I woke up and there was ants invading our kitchen and I never got a chance to get dressed. <laughs> so w- welcome to life uh, in the Galtier home and the Soul Shepherding <laughs> office. It's uh, so fun to have you in our community following Jesus together and learning about emotional and spiritual health and how we can be more effective and fruitful in all of our relationships and our leadership as we serve God together. Uh, some of you are pro- professional servants as pastors and mission workers, and and others of you are serving God in many diverse roles uh, in your home and your workplace and as small group leaders and all, all sorts of different ways, uh, spiritual directors, counselors, 12-step group leaders, all of you, welcome. Thanks for being uh, in the Soul Talks community. And today we are excited because we're starting a new series. Uh, we're titling First Love. And this is about our favorite topic, intimacy with Jesus. So important and so central to all that we are and all that we do. Because it's out of our intimacy with Jesus that everything else flows. If it's going to be really fruitful and lasting and glorifying to God. Knowing Jesus personally, authentically, uh, as his apprentice, is the key to life because Jesus brings us into the Trinity uh, and the kingdom of God. So when we say intimacy with Jesus, we're talking about a growing personal relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and not only in our private devotions, but in all of our life, our work, and relationships. And we have to be intentional about this, our relationship with Jesus to be intimate. It takes an ongoing intentionality, showing up, a vulnerability, an openness, a seeking, just like in our relationship, Bill. We have to work on our relationship. We have to work on our intimacy. It doesn't just, it's not something that just maintains itself or just happens because we each wear a ring on our finger. And so we're going to talk about that in some really practical ways that are going to Uh, surprise you and get you to uh, think about intimacy with Jesus in a way that is very broad and and integrated with every aspect of your life. So we've got some great topics coming up in this series, uh, like uh, joining Jesus' intimacy with his Father, and Jesus feels your emotions, and when you don't feel God's love anymore, uh, faith and feelings, intimacy with Jesus and leadership, and that's all kinds of servant leadership, and ministry in the smile of the Father. And so these are all different ways of talking about our relationship with God through Jesus and how as we cultivate an authentic and uh, 
real and personal, interactive relationship with our Lord, it makes everything better and everything possible in our lives. And so it's real fun for us to bring this to you, and we're going to be trying something new in the weeks to come. We're going to be bringing back uh, some of our uh, most listened to and uh, best podcasts from a couple years ago, and that's going to give Christy and I a little more space in our schedules uh, as we are working on some uh, priority projects that you're going to just love. Uh, Many of you know that we've been working on a book uh, for a long time, and we've got a a title for that, uh, Journey of the Soul. You will be hearing more about this at the end of this year and especially the start of the next year. And so Journey of the Soul, a practical guide to emotional and spiritual growth. And we just go right into the issue of uh, emotional and spiritual health and wholeness that we have in Jesus and particularly walking through uh, different stages of faith, different stages of uh, growing in Christ-likeness. Uh, we call them the Christ stages. And so this book unpacks all of that. And related to that, we are doing a leader's guide for small group curriculum. And we're doing uh, v- videos that will be on our uh, uh, website related to the, the book. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we'll be working on, f- finishing all that up. And so excited to bring that to you. We'll be talking a bit about that uh, later this uh, fall. Uh, and then especially as we head into the beginning of 2021 when the book comes out. And also, we get to lead three of our Institute Retreat Weeks here in the next month. And that's really good for our intimacy with Jesus as well, because we get time in solitude, in silence with the Lord. We're practicing a rhythm of life together with the community at the retreat that is so refreshing and renewing and helpful to each of us in our intimacy with Jesus. And I think that's one of the things I love so much about our Institute retreats is everybody leaves just so back in love with Jesus, including you and I, Bill. That's the most important thing. You know, if anybody knows about intimacy with Jesus, it's uh, John, the beloved disciple, uh, writer of the, of the gospel and the epistles, uh, letters, first, second, and third John, and of Revelation. And in Revelation chapter two, he is speaking to the church in Ephesus and uh, really uh, uh, warning them and encouraging them and saying, hey, look, you know, when you first uh, followed Jesus, you were so devoted to him as your Lord and Savior, but you've turned away from your first love. And that's verse 5 of chapter 2 in Revelation. Uh, Jesus Christ is, uh, or can be, our first love. And what so often happens to us who are disciples of Jesus is that over time we lose that first love relationship. And so something that we talk a lot about is that we need to find ways to uh, re-enthrall our minds with the Son of God. It helps us to do that when we are doing that with other believers. Others, it's, it's like having that good virus that C.S. Lewis talks about that's contagious. We, want, we can catch this from other people who are in love with Jesus. And that's one of the things that we at Soul Shepherding want you to catch from us is this good virus of this, this love for Jesus and this willingness to open up your soul and let him see into you. Some people say intimacy into me see. And Jesus opens up himself and says, come see into me. And we can open up our soul to him and say, come 
see into me. Yeah, it might sound like we're just talking about emotions and feelings here. And that's, that's part of intimacy in any relationship for sure. But we don't always feel close to uh, people that we love or the God that we love. And so intimacy is not uh, defined by or limited by emotions. It, intimacy includes emotions normally along with attitudes and actions and a heart and prayerfulness and different dynamics of the human being. But we don't always feel that love. And so that's an important thing that we'll be talking about in some of these podcasts as we talk about things like faith and feelings and when you don't feel God's love anymore. Is that that's all part of intimacy with Jesus. Is the, and this is something that we write about in our coming book extensively, but the different rhythms, uh, like the ocean waves coming in and out, the, the rhythms of consolation and desolation, the rhythms of feeling God's presence and not feeling God's presence, uh, receiving blessings, going through trials. And these are actually different uh, manifestations of grace. The, the, the consolations, well, we know that's grace, uh, but even in the desolation when we feel God's absence, God's face seems hidden. We're going through a season of trials. Our prayers aren't being answered and we don't know what God is doing. Even there, there is grace. There is, there is learning. There is possibilities of, of change and a, a different type of intimacy with Jesus. But what helps you in your intimacy with Jesus? Well, you know, so many things help me because I need so many things. And yeah, let's make this real practical. I appreciate you answering that question. So the other day I was doing my uh, Bible reading and we've been reading through, Christian, I've been reading through the Passion Translation this year, which I read is more of a paraphrase and just really appreciate the fresh wording and uh, emphasis on the the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and, it, and it's, it's a, it's a th- uh, translation that brings out the passion, the emotions, the, f- the feelings. And so it's really been great for us to be reading that and talking to each other about that. And so I was in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, the first verses the other day, because we're reading through the whole New Testament this year. And so I came across um, Paul referring to Jesus as the anointed one, which is typical language in the Passion Translation. I really like that, to just think about Jesus Christ as the Anointed One, the one in whom the whole, he has the Holy Spirit without limit. And uh, there is a, a, a presence, a, a demeanor, a, a shine, uh, the glory of God, the, the smile of God, the winsome love of God that is just all over Jesus. Holy Spirit presence. And so as Paul draws us to the anointed one, then he says, for you, now he's speaking to you listening and and to me, for you have been made pure, set apart in the anointed one, Jesus. And God has invited you to be his devoted and holy people. And not only you, but everyone everywhere who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and ours also. And as I read that, there just was just a, a, a wave that, that just came over me. I don't know if it was the, the fresh wording, if it was um, just a, a spiritual manifestation, but I, it was like I was looking at Jesus and just sensing and uh, appreciating the, the warmth and, and the glow and the beauty and the goodness. And it was like all the scenes in the Gospels that I have read and so many times and meditated on and prayed through and just, just scenes of people just 
rushing up to Jesus to, to follow him or, or to receive healing or to listen to his teaching, becoming his disciple and just asking him a question or falling down at his feet or crawling through the, the, the people's legs in the dirt to try to get near him or screaming out, have mercy on me, Lord. And just all the, just the energy in the gospels that just is with people crowding around Jesus, pressing around him. And it's because he's the anointed one and so all that was there before me and just my own life of pressing around Jesus and wanting to do that more because oftentimes I, I fall away from that. And, but in this moment, it was like it, it, I was there, Jesus was there, and, and we, were, we were face-to-face. And it was like that's how it works. What, what I'm reading here is how it works, that when I behold Jesus as the beautiful one, the glorious one, that's what makes me pure. Mm-hmm. Kierkegaard said, purity of heart is to will one thing. And the one thing I want is Jesus. When I, when I just see him, just open my heart to him, everything else will fade away. And this was a moment of experiencing that, being reminded of that. And Paul says, you'll be pure and set apart and devoted and holy. And see, this he's talking about intimacy with Jesus, this other language, to be devoted to the Lord. That is my heart's desire. And so this this time of meditation and prayer it just reminded me of that. And and you know, it was one of those times where in reading the Bible it it stayed with me and I was able to carry that through the days to come and bring it into my prayers and into my conversations. I remember sharing with a friend as we were uh, taking a walk together and just uh, it's so encouraging the, the life that comes from God's word. And so that's an example of intimacy with Jesus. So in this case, it was God really used his word to help you to be enthralled with him and to see him as he is and to appreciate him. And then you kept turning it over and over again, that experience you had with God and his word, through his revelation of himself and his beauty. You kept turning that over and over and in your mind, kept reminding yourself of it, kept bringing it back, kept refreshing the reality. Yeah, and I'm sure that each of you listening uh, from time to time, you have had experiences in God's word where there's an insight or a warmth or a, a, a feeling, a prayer, uh, a sense of God's presence, God's smile, uh, something that you're learning that really uh, relates to your life or <clears throat> something you're learning that really relates to your life or helps you with a, a challenge. It's like, yes, that that is this... Uh, the reality of God's presence breaking through for me. I love that. I'm thinking even just yesterday I was doing some decluttering and going through a junk drawer and some bookshelves and just trying to straighten up some things. And I ran into some notes and some cards that you had written me, some, you know, from really? our anniversary. You didn't tell me about this. Years past. No, I didn't. But it was really helpful to me because I wasn't feeling very close to you. You've been immersed in writing and working really hard and independently for long hours at your computer. And I had been away out of town for a couple of days prior to that. And there just hadn't been a lot of time for you and I. We've been working hard. There hadn't been a lot of time for you and I to have uh, any intimate connection together and so seeing those it like inflamed my love for you and my reminder of your love for me and so then when you stopped your work and we had some time together and we kind of had a date night last night it was like I was 
I was primed and ready and for the intimacy and the connection with you and I was expectant of it because I'd been internalizing and reminding myself of the intimacy that we share even though I hadn't been maybe experiencing it in the way that I wanted to um, for a while and it's the same for me in my relationship with God that his word will help me with that it helps remind me that that's there for me that that's real that I've experienced that and sometimes I'll use as Martin Luther called it scriptures a pocket lighter to ignite that love and that intimacy with the Lord um, oftentimes a psalm like Psalm 18 I love you oh Lord my God and I cried to my God for help and it reminds me of that the love that I have and that I I've cried out to him and I've I've noticed and experienced his action of responding to my cry, coming to me. And, you know, our other ones, the Psalms are so good with, with this language, I think, of love and of connectiveness for me of intimacy with Jesus and giving me a reminder of that and then helping me recall to mind ways that I felt the Lord rescue me or ways that I've felt his touch in my soul or seen his smile upon me or felt him delighting in me and ways that I've delighted in him or I've tasted of his goodness. It's such a good example, Christy, of taking heart uh, for God and uh, in a relationship with a person as well. So much of what we experience in any relationship, it does come down to what you're giving us words for there with the, the attitude of our heart, the things that we're thinking about and feeling about, the the, where we're putting our, our affections. And so by reading those notes I had written to you from the past when there was a, a times when there was a, 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 it was celebrating our connection, that reminded you and you, you appreciated that. You took that into your heart. You, you dwelled on that. You sort of, sort of like meditated on that. And that helped open up your heart to uh, your love for me and my love for you in a time when you weren't experiencing it because I wasn't focused on you and I was busy. And that's exactly what we need to do with the Lord. We need to, we need to take heart in that way because we're not always going to be having these epiphanies like, like I had in this, this scripture reading. And so here's, here's another example of intimacy with Jesus for me that is like totally opposite because even as your example illustrates, Christy, you know, there are times that I'm not uh, feeling warm and cuddly, not only towards Christy, but towards the Lord. So I was working at my computer desk, and uh, Christy, you came up to me while I was writing, and you started rubbing my shoulders, and you said to me, uh, Bill, uh, the Lord is so pleased with you, the way you're just laboring in love to craft these words to be helpful to people who are going to read the Journey of the Soul book and the, the Leader's Guide for Small Groups. And so... Thank you for doing that, and I just want you to know that the Lord is smiling over you. And it was just like, oh, is that really true? Uh, I'm not feeling that way now. I'm just struggling here <laughs> and feeling uh, like I'm just trying so hard to, to get the right words and to make this helpful for people. Um, this Maybe this is a work of love, and God's pleased with me. Surely it is, and, it, and that came out of a time of my own NMC with Jesus, reading first Corinthians um, the first seven chapters and praying for you and mm. um, as I was listening to the Lord it became very clear to me that that's what he was saying and it it not only was a gift to you that I came and gave to you but it was first a gift to me because I was feeling the sacrifice of your writing too and so when Jesus was telling me 
and affirming what you were doing, that was ministering to me, but also I felt that it was to pass on to you too. But that came out of my own time of intimacy with Jesus. Well, thank you for doing that. It's just so encouraging for me. And I felt God's presence as I just paused and breathed and smiled and received your your words and your uh, neck rub there. Oh, so good. See, it overflows when we when we are in tune with the Lord and we're receiving His love. It fills us to overflowing. Yeah. So this is illustrating that so often our connection to God it comes through people, and so we really need each other. Whether it's uh, your spouse, a family member, a friend. Uh, but we need to be in relationship with people where we are uh, listening to each other, encouraging each other, praying for each other, doing life together. And that, that's one of the ways that we are really able to connect with the Lord and experience intimacy with Jesus. So, uh, and in your scripture reading, something that is so helpful is when we have different ways of interacting with God's Word, mm-hmm. different ways of meditating, of praying, of receiving God's truth and God's grace deep into our being. And so this is something that we put a lot of emphasis on in soul, soul shepherding, and many of you know this from using our resources, uh, but those of you that are, are newer to the community or have not made use of our resources, what we're featuring during this Intimacy with Jesus series is our uh, prayer guides. And so we've got uh, three different guides that are include over 150 different meditations on Scripture. And in each guide, we use a different method of Scripture meditation, a different method of praying God's Word, because we need different angles, different, different spirits, uh, different like demeanors for how to access God's Word. And so we have Lectio Divina guides, we have Ignatian meditation guides, and we have breath prayer guides. And all three of these are really intimacy with Jesus guides. They've all ignited our intimacy with Jesus, and that's why you've done the hard work of putting them together to make them available for other people to use, just like we have used them personally. We've been using these for over a decade personally, and they've just been so helpful to us. It's kind of like they'll, um, I'm thinking of the Ignatian meditation guides and the imagination and how God uses our imagination to help us fall in love with him again. And so I'm thinking about this. Last week, I was with my mom and my sisters. And my dad, when he died, he my mom gave his favorite shirts to my sister and her friend, made them into a beautiful quilt. And my sister surprised us last week, and she gave my mom and my sisters and I each a pillow that this friend had made with leftovers from the quilt. Mm. of my dad's shirts. And when we saw those, looking at my dad's shirt, it was like my imagination ignited and it was like I was with him again, just seeing the shirt that he wore. And that's what the the Ignatian Meditation Guides did for me. When we, when we practiced those Ignatian Meditation Sheets one at a time, just imagining myself with Jesus in a gospel passage or in his life, These are this is a great way to meditate through the life of Christ. It like I was back, I was there with him, just like I was with my dad looking at his shirts. Yeah, so powerful, so encouraging. And one of the great things about these three different ways of meditating on Scripture is that they're, they're like fun ways of training. Mm-hmm. This is, these are soul care practices that we can do. And as we do this training, 
it shapes us and affects us in our personality, in our, our thinking patterns, and in the way that we interact with Scripture. So that when I'm reading uh, 1 Corinthians 1, like I was referring to earlier, I'm not going through Lectio Divina or Ignatian Meditation or doing a breath prayer, but my uh, many hours over the years of using those disciplines has informed the way I linger over Scripture and the way I, I think and feel and pray about it so that spontaneously I'm able to have a, a type of interacting with Scripture that's it's not just reading it or even reading it and studying it, but it's, it's, it's experiential. And so we encourage you to pick up our uh, prayer guide bundles and you can get a, um, a discount, special price, if you get all three of those together. And we want to bless you with that. And we want to thank you for your uh, comments and reviews on our Soul Talks podcast. You know, we passed over 100 reviews recently, so that was a milestone. That's encouraging. And we just appreciate there's so many of you out there. And we just love for more of you to, to jump in and say, you know, just drop us a line on there. It's very easy to do. You just scroll down to the, you go into the, your podcast app and you go to the library um, section and of Soul Talks and then at the bottom, you'll see leave a review, write a review, and so you can do that. And I want to thank uh, Amy, one of our Soul Talks listeners, and uh, she did that recently. Hi, and, Amy. <laughs> and she said uh, that uh, she is learning about the kingdom of God is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you, Amy, and all of you out there, it is so awesome to be practicing with you and learning to bring the reality the, the spiritual realm of God's kingdom into our daily lives. And that's what Amy writes about in her review, that everyday life situations, she's learning to bring them into the kingdom of God, into her discipleship to Jesus. And she finds that the integration of theology and psychology really helps her, uh, especially also with the, the practical lessons. And that's what we're bringing you in these prayer guides. And so hope that you'll find that encouraging and hope you'll tune in to, with us uh, each week as we Talk about Jesus as our first love on this series on intimacy with Jesus. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that your love enfolds us, surrounds us, fills us. We pray and ask, Lord, that each of us would lean in to you as our first love, as that one true love that we would learn to release and let go all of these lesser loves that we get so attached to and distracted by, and that you would use this series this summer to help us to respond to your love and to return your love with more passion than ever because you are so worthy of it. In the powerful name of Jesus we pray, amen. We have some Intimacy with Jesus prayer guides for you that we would love to share with you. These are called Lectio Divina Guides, Ignatian Meditation Guides, and Breath Prayer Guides. And all three will cultivate your first love relationship with Jesus and the Father and the Spirit and really enrich your interactions with God's Word. To purchase our prayer guide bundle, follow the links in the episode notes or go to our website, soulshepherding.org, and click on the shop button. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 